You're listening to the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan, as always, joined by Callum and James in the studio. How are you going, guys? Not bad. Not bad. Um, so, a pretty quiet one this week, but James has some kind of... Uh, some news. House, oh, yeah, announcement. For the listeners. Um, so, yeah, I am going to Europe at the end of July until the end of August. So, I will miss MIF. Um, which means the boys will have to cover it this year without me. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to, I'll, you know, it's not for a while, but yeah, I'll just uh, talk about it later when um, when it's closer. But yeah, so yeah, I'll be gone for a bit from the show in the middle of the year. Um, but then I'll probably be back after that. Probably. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. we'll, see. we'll see if we want to. Oh, yeah. Or I might just stay in Europe. <laughs> depends. We'll get you a satellite phone, James. You can call in. Yeah. <laughs> I could. Yeah, depending on... Yeah. We'll, we'll have to look at the time. I'll just schedule. zoom in. Yeah, we'll zoom you in. Yeah. <laughs> you can be a European correspondent. Wherever <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I could. <laughs> oh, watch a... Yeah. You said you're going to Germany, right? Yeah, Germany. Like, where's Herzog? Get me Herzog right now. <laughs> yeah, Germany, <laughs> Austria. airport yelling. <laughs> um, Italy, Croatia, maybe a couple other places. Um, oh, what I didn't tell you guys is that because my sister's having a quarter-life crisis and she loves Ramstein. I know. So she just bought Ramstein tickets and she's like, we're going to Germany and going to see Ramstein. Have you listened to Ramstein? I mean, a little bit, but I don't. They kind of I suck, mean, James. She loves them. So it's <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, the, I, you know, the, the thing about yeah. Ramstein, the thing about Ramstein is they put on. It's like a theatrical show. Yeah, if that makes sense. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there, you know, who would type furiously saying Ramstein are actually musical geniuses. You know, each to their own but i'm sure you'll enjoy the spectacle of it well yeah i mean i I, I've, I like some of their songs i don't really listen to a lot of their stuff but i know yeah their shows are pretty like like big kind of spec- spectacles yeah yeah um so i'm sure it'll be fun um but yeah basically i'm just, just drag, stay getting dragged the, stay away from the flamethrower i guess yeah depending how close i think you are. yeah i don't think we're that close <laughs> um but yeah i'm basically just getting dragged to that and then yeah just gonna hang out in europe for a while so that'll be good um and i'll try to snag some blu-rays while i'm there <laughs> i'll have to f- figure out that into my um your budget yeah and my uh what do you call it the weight the your l- suitcase yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, yeah your luggage um but yeah l- later in the year I'll, I'll uh probably talk about it more but yeah i just thought i'd bring it up now because well you know last year was our first kind of myth yeah. Uh, as the Tuesday Review. And then we're like, yeah, going to do it again this year. And I was like... Not if Lola has anything to yeah, say. Yeah, not if my sister's like, okay, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that'll be fun, I think. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, there's always stuff to cover. So with, uh, there's always content for the show. Oh, for you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. I mean... Yes. Alan will come in and he'll Oh, he'll take down. it over. He'll sit down and when, be like James is no longer coming back. This yeah. is the Tuesday review. And when I when I when I come back and I'm just it's like the show is just completely renamed, re <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just Alan's face on the logo. <laughs> yeah. Expect it. Yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> even be mad. It's in character. Yeah. All right. So um this week, uh, we're just taking it easy with a bit of a roundtable, kind of what we've been watching lately. 
Mm-hmm. Um, maybe next week we'll have something more exciting. But uh, We should, yeah, hopefully. Uh, I guess I'll start with just a couple of things I've been watching. Um, I watched One Hour Photo. Nice. Which I really enjoyed. You know, it's it's what happens to everyone if they stay in retail a bit too long. Yeah, I mean... You escaped. Didn't happen to you yet. Yeah, but I was close. Yeah. I mean, um, not as creepy. Maybe like... Yeah, like... Because he, he doesn't really go postal. Like, he, he he's more, like, creepy. Yeah. I don't think retail workers snap that way. <laughs> but most of them, yeah. yeah, would probably go postal, like... Yeah, shoot definitely. up the place. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I did like like it's funny. It's obviously, obviously he has um, you know, the character has a lot of kind of uh, attachment issues, and mm. he's a stalker essentially. But he he loves his job, and I appreciated. That. Yeah, like I would go to get my photos processed yeah. through him. He has yeah. the best me lab in the it's state. It's one of those movies where yeah. he's like very particular yeah, yeah. about. His work. There's a yeah. blue shift of plus three, and he's like screaming about it. Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's in a like pharmacy, uh, grocery store, it's like a Walmart. Yeah, like a yeah. Walmart um, photo lab. Um, and you know, most people don't would doesn't really care, but he's like, I take pride in my work, yeah. kind of thing. It's that yeah. that meticulous nature that you see in like a lot of movies of like. This guy is really, this is all he has and this is his passion, even though he's working in this crappy job for probably minimum wage and he's a middle-aged man. Also, Robin Williams, dramatic, dramatic William, Robin Williams is... Next level, yeah. It's like Adam Sandler. (laughs) In a way. Obviously, you can argue Robin Williams comedically. Robin Williams comedically amazing and then dramatically amazing, whereas Adam Sandler comedically used to be funny but not maybe amazing yeah. but now all these comedies are garbage i know you guys like them but yeah he's dramatic stuff but yeah i mean c- comedian com- comedic actors often make really great dramatic actors because of how expressive they yeah. are and intense whereas serious actors it's harder to do comedy i think yeah yeah because you need control of the face and like all the kinds of stuff mm. that come with learning Physi- there's a lot of physicality, physicality. Yeah. like jim carrey like you know he's good dramatically like it's just yeah. yeah and yeah that that's one of the like primo robin williams drama performances it's like one Super hour photo creepy. and insomnia <laughs> basically yeah did a couple of ones but i can't remember because my brain is mushy yeah as a, as as we all have yeah brains. um and then i watched watcher which i've been meaning to watch for a long time that's i talked about it during spooktober i think yeah was and that you, last year I think so, yeah. And you, that kind of convinced me to get back to yeah, it. Yeah, because I had watched it and then Nathan said, oh, hey, I watched, I was started watching this movie um, called The Watcher and I said, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I like that movie. And then we were talking about it during one of our Spooktober episodes and you're, and you're, he's like, oh, I only watched the first five minutes. I'm like, well, yeah. why did you even tell me? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no. This is like... I, um, I, I sort of it got me back on watching it because yeah. you enjoyed it. Um, and I, I liked it. For what it is, it's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't... See, I wanted to watch it previously, but I left Netflix. And then there was a little void in No Man's Land. And then it won, went on to Shudder. Yeah. So I was able to watch it on Shudder this time. Mm. It was on Netflix last time. And I liked it. It's good. Like I said in my letterbox review for it, it's like being inside a jail or slasher while it's all happening around you wondering whether or not you're the next victim. Yeah. You, until it's uh, paranoid. No spoilers, but you don't really see much until like the end. Yeah. 
Um, and then kind of you get the all is revealed. Kind of the mystery resolves itself. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's kind of got that paranoia that comes with some of those kinds of Italian slashes, like mm. um, you know the Dario Argento films. Almost yeah. it has that vibe, but you just never see any action. Yeah, for the most but part. But yeah, that kind of yeah. works for the movie because yeah. it's like a psychological it thriller. Adds to that paranoid tension. Yeah, where no yeah. one believes her. That this yeah, and guy she, and she can't really understand the language everyone's speaking. So that's good. Alienates her. I think I talked about this when I talked about it on the other episode but you know how i know we've talked about it before how you know low budget movies they shoot in eastern europe because it's cheap and usually they try to hide it or yeah. they pretend it's america i like that this movie i think was it romania romania yeah, yeah it's just shot in romania it's set in romania and that's part of the it works to its advantage yeah it's part of the the story and the characters is like she can't understand the language she she's got no friends or family there um and there's this creepy guy and no one believes her that she's being stalked and so it adds to the um yeah the whole thing and i guess yeah it's a good way to to utilize that location without pretending it's cleverly written yeah yeah you know like the you know not pretending it's like new york or whatever yeah um I don't have much else. The only other thing I have to say is recently I finished watching Yellowstone. Oh, uh, Yellowstone. Yellow Jackets. Ah, nice. My brain always... Yeah, my brain is <laughs> wired in a certain way. Because yeah. I've also seen all of Yellowstone and yeah. it's, I guess, a better show. Yeah. Um, uh, like, I haven't seen Yellowstone, but I would argue like, okay, Yellow Jackets yeah. is better. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're different. I guess. Yeah, they're much different. Much you different. wouldn't compare. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, my brain is hardwired because I've seen more of Yellowstone. Yeah, than straight to Yellowstone. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I've finished watching season two of Yellow Jackets. Yeah, they finally fixed it on Paramount Plus. Oh yeah, because you have the audio there issues. Was, there was an audio issue where I guess the kind of audio track started after the video track. So it's you out heard of like sync. The, it was out of sync, but it's out of sync so much that you heard like the production beep or something. That's bad. Yeah, and you'd, and you'd be like beep. And then a couple of seconds go by, and then you got like the audio stuff. Yeah. Um, and it took them a while, but they fixed it. Um, I really liked it. Have you seen it yet? Yes. When Season two, yeah, yeah, when it came out. I really liked that show. It's good. It's good. Um, like, because at the time the writers and actors strike was on, and I was just like, oh no, like I want season three, because I'm excited to see where it goes next, especially after the sec- end of the second season um, where stuff goes down. I was like, what, what are they going to do next? But one thing I did say when I watched it, I think we talked about on the show a while ago. The first season is like, there's a supernatural element, but it's like underneath the surface. The second season is much more overtly supernatural. I hope the show doesn't turn into like a weird magic, witches, wizards, crazy monsters. What's intriguing about we'll call it the the force. Yeah, right, let's the keep the spoilers. Yeah, to no, reasons. no spoilers, yeah. no spoilers. Um, but James is right; it gets more overt in the second season. Yeah, but I would. Part of the fun in that storyline is how much of it is just psychological so, in their yeah. heads. How much of it is a coping mechanism mm. uh, based on what they needed to do to survive back yeah. then. Yeah, and how it affects them now. Yeah. So there's that element to it, which I hope they. I'm don't. hoping. Yeah. Um. I, I kind of trust where they're going because I've liked the first two seasons. But yeah, I hope that just don't go. Yeah. And now he's a CGI monster. Yeah. Exactly. I, I do. I yeah. I like the fact that you're not sure if it's real or not because yeah. they've been through something. They went through something so traumatic. Yeah. That it's like you know it demons in the figurative sense. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like uh, not necessarily in the literal sense. Yeah. 
Um, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a good um, show. Apparently, we're not getting the next season for at least over a year or something. So well, like I said, yeah, the but, strike, I think, pushed things. And but I'd rather them take their time and we get a good product eventually yeah. than rushing it out. Also, I'd rather quantity over quality over quantity. Yeah, so, definitely. you know, if they have to end it after three or four seasons, that's fine. Rather than drag it out forever. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think this show could work for that long. No. Like, it's got good Stephen King vibes. You yeah, it's I mean? got... It's got that kind of, you yeah. know... As kids, as adults, resolving yeah, the mysteries in the present back and that haunted yeah, them in the past. I like the, f- yeah. the the cast. All the cast are really good. The older and younger yeah. versions, and that's really fun. Yeah, Misty's my favorite character. I mean, Christina Ricci's really good in the adult part. Yeah, nah, I I like Nat because she's the only one who seems to have a conscience. I guess. Like, yeah. the, all of them, like, all, the rest of them are all terrible, like, horrible, horrible people. Oh, they're all horrible Both people, as yeah. teens and yeah. as <laughs> yeah, no, I know. adults. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Nat, even though she has her substance abuse problems. She feels bad about things. She's, yeah. yeah, she's, which is why when season two ends, I won't spoil it. Yeah. I was just like, something's revealed. And I'm like, hang on a second. Yeah. Don't betray me, writers yeah, of I Yellow know. Jackets. Yeah, I know, I know. But I just, there's Misty. She's just funny, man. I just I enjoy her banter and her yeah. schemes. Yeah, her <laughs> awkwardness, yeah. trying to fit in. Which and her relationship with um, oh, what's his name? Oh, I have to look it up. Um, oh, Elijah Wood. Yeah, Elijah Wood. Oh, he's yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's weird, and creepy, weird, creepy in the guy. Same way that yeah, she yeah. is, and it works. They're like so perfect well. for each other. Yeah. Uh, look, that's all I've got for this week. Yes, yeah. um, and I'm also up to date with The Simpsons. Yeah, good effort. How long? It took you, what, a couple, a of, years couple of years to get through yeah. 32, 33 seasons? 35 30, seasons. Wow. Yeah. I, I'll i take my medal now. No, I, <laughs> I was actually going to say, like, I, was it worth it? Yeah, it was. You say yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I doubt that very much. You could have been watching a lot of other better much better things yeah but see now i have an opinion now i have an authoritative opinion on whether it's good or not yeah but you also have questionable taste so i can't really take what you say (laughs) fair enough yeah like and i'm not going to do it myself (laughs) so i guess i'm just in limbo i mean look i guess start with the most recent season has been pretty good so you would just start with the most recent one if you wanted to dip your toe in to see what the quality is like i could yeah i mean maybe you pick the one that you like the most out of the new season and yeah. all. One of the most recent ones, there's a two-pack, Willie Gets Married. That's a good one. Okay. And then the one where they go on the nerd boat, you would enjoy. Okay. They go on like a cruise, but it's all like nerds and pop culture and geek culture. Okay. And there's like a, a mystery on the ship. Hmm. It's kind of like a um, Poirot kind of hmm. skewed episode. That's really fun. Okay. Yeah. That's hmm. all I've got. What have you got for us, Callum? Um, I watched some more horror movies because that's just what the stack, you know, dictates. Um, I watched The Gate 1 and 2, which were recent, recently released. I don't know. The Blu-rays yeah. were recently re-released in um, Australia. And I'd never seen them, so it was interesting. Uh, just fun. Yeah, 80s creature 80s effects. creature horror. It was fun. Yeah. You know, I can't say too much about it because it's not that deep. They're not that deep. Of no, it's just like but. kids, you know, find monsters in their backyard. Yeah, kind kids of getting getting into trouble then having to get out of trouble. It yeah, was fun. classic 80s kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um, then I watched the American Ring trilogy. I've um, only seen the first one. They're good looking Blu-ray discs. Beautiful transfer, yeah. Really? Which one yeah. did you get? The Arrow? Uh, no, no, I got the cinema, cult, cult cinema, cinema cult. Yeah. Oh, really? 
They're older. They're older, yeah, like they look transfers. Because nice. Arrow, I think Arrow's releasing it, or has released it recently. Yeah. No, no. Look at. I mean, my copies were awesome. Um, okay. Yeah. No, I'd be interested to see that because I think they've re- been re-released on 4K. They should um, look good on 4K. If the Blu-ray looks really nice, I imagine yeah, 4K. Yeah, well, if you just great, got a yeah. standard Australian release, yeah. yeah. Um, they're interesting films right now. I I haven't seen... I've seen the first two Japanese ones, hmm. but not in a long time. So, I can't... My, my, my memory of it is pretty poor. But the American ones are on their own um, are pretty good. The first two are the best, and then the third one's not so good. The first one's the best. It's like all horror franchises, yeah, yeah. right? The first one's the best, and then they slowly but degrade over time. Like I, uh-huh. I, like I said, I've only, I've only, seen, I've only seen the first American one and the first Japanese one, and I know they both have sequels. Yeah. After that. Yeah. So it but was the American trilogy. I remember we were talking about it off air one time, and it was like they just kind of ruined the lore after a while. Like, and that, that's the problem with a lot of franchises. Yeah. So especially horror. Yeah, so I think in the Japanese one, um, which is based on novels, um, they end up like the big the big ruin is spoilers, I guess, for Spiral or whatever it's called, is that the way she kills and this is a cop they don't use this in the American movies and yeah. it's a big cop out for the whole franchise hmm. is that the way she kills people is she gives them a heart tumor and then they die. Hmm. It's kind of like it's more science fiction than. It's Fantasy just like why can't she just kill people by being a malevolent force? Or they just yeah. they get scared but to it death. Isn't because <laughs> yeah. they die with that? Facial yeah, but, yeah, they but have a heart attack and they die. Is it the American one that sort of says that she's got that kind of electricity yeah. power yeah. or whatever? Like that's mm, how she navigates. It, that's how yeah. It's like no. that's how she transmits through the TV and imprints on the tape. Uh, there, there's a it's a big canon with a lot of law. At least yeah. the Japanese side. Um, yeah, no, they don't go too deeply into it in the American one. Yeah, I like they don't go deep on it, but I think that's um, there's something about that. Yeah, there's so the, what I like about the original is it's kind of tight, it's focused. The less it's, you explain them, better. That's right. So mm. the the first two have Naomi Watts as the as the hero, and they're like I don't think they should have moved past that. I think it should have just been the core characters, and then yeah. if you take two movies to explain that story, that's fine. But then the I'll give my analysis in a sec. But then with Rings, there's like a time skip and it's a brand new bunch well, of characters. Rings came out more recently, didn't 2017, it? 2017, I believe. Okay. Like I haven't that. seen that one. Yeah. It's fine. It's okay. Um, Did we have it, or do we have it on Blu-ray? We do, yeah. Oh. And there's also seen. a short film called Rings as well. That's set in the same universe? Yeah. Oh, well. Is it an official? Ring, um, kind of official. I was looking up, I was looking into it, but I, hmm. it's one of those things where it's like there's two move, there's two properties called Rings and they're both based on the ring. I'm like, oh. Yeah, but is there's one... Yeah, what's... Um, the short film came out first, I believe. Yeah, but is it like a fan film or an official... It's one of those situations where Sean Connery plays James Bond again, but it's not canon. Oh, uh, to be honest... Because <laughs> of legal issues. Yeah. I don't know if it's canon or not. Uh, I just... When I looked it up, it was like in the you Wikipedia. Found, yeah. um, anyway, the first movie is really good. We talked... We've talked before on the show about how good horror movies also, you know, investigate the world. There's world building there where you have investigations mm. to... Like, you know, figure out the mystery, the supernatural mystery. And The Ring delivers that in spades. Mm. So, it's about this tape. Where did the tape come from? Who last owned the tape? Yeah, Let's who's, go on, there. who's the girl the, on the, the tape? The detective story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the Ring does that really well in both, I'm sure, the Japanese version and the American. Yeah. Um, and that's what the first two movies are great at. Um, also, is, like, you know, the Americans, American remakes of Asian horror movies, there's heaps of them. 
And they're mostly always terrible. Yeah, The yeah. Ring is actually a good one. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, the the first two movies are really good. Because mm. um, like I said, like Naomi Watts has a charisma. She has an intensity. You don't see the horror that much like happening, if that makes sense. You just see the dead bodies most of the time. It's more, so yeah. So they, they save all It's more atmosphere that. and... You see the tape and you get the creepy vibes, but you don't... It's not that in your face because it's like... Yeah. The, the scare is more the clock's ticking. Mm. You know, we know we're going to die in Sense seven days. Sense of dread. We have to fix it. We've got 48 hours left. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's like the, there's the travel scenes and the exposition and then you get to see the, the investigations around mm. the, the coastal town. I love the, yeah, the bit in the well is good because it's like the sun is coming up on the last day or whatever yeah. and they're trying to find... I think- you I think that's what Smile did very well too. Is that well, yeah. when, when we that saw when, after down. we saw Smile, I said it's basically just yeah. the ring. Yeah, because like they, they, they both the have seven days yeah, to yeah. stop to fix the it. yeah. Um, and, and she has to go to visit the guy who's patient zero, and yeah. And it's the same with in like the ring. You know, yeah. you can you can avoid the curse by showing someone else the tape. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, the same film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, smi- yeah, yeah. we all enjoyed Smile, but Smile was very derivative. I mean, Smile's more enjoyable than the ring. In, Explain, because so, it's jump scares. Because it's because like, it's, it's more energetic in jump scares. It is more. So they're, they're very different. I, I think, think the ring is a better movie. So to me, the I'll ring agree. would be better served as a miniseries, <coughs> whereas Smile's a good feature film, if that makes sense. Because I think that the, there's so much to unpack in the I ring. I think universe. the end of the ring is really awesome, whereas the end of Smile, I was just kind of like, oh. yeah. But like one to one, I think the ring is a really good detective story, hmm. but it needs time to really deconstruct everything that's going on because hmm. there's so much they have to leave out or so much they brush over so many story points that could have been but, expressed better if they had more time but it's like we just said if the more they explain the less scary it gets no, i'm not talking about like the powers i'm talking about characters characters the backstory of the characters it's like you know quick oh well i'm keeping her in my basement hmm. and then it's like you know what i mean and they hint at backstories but they don't really deliver on them hmm. um did Whereas, like I said, like, I feel like if they had... Cool, I mean, it's based on a novel, right? It's like, you know, the, in the mm. novel, you have more time to explain all of this stuff and you just, you know, it's weaved into the, the story itself. Yeah. Whereas in a movie, you have to, that, you know, you have to adapt it. Mm. So, you cut, things get cut, things get transferred. Mm. Whereas in Smile, like I said, like, you're not... It's primarily a feature film first. So, it's like they can... The story can be whatever they want. Mm. They're not adapting, like, a deeper backstory to anything. Mm. Um and it like smiles like the end more energetic, whereas mm. you know the ring has the pacing of a novel, if that makes sense. It's yeah, but that, that's like we were just saying with the investigation and that, like it's, yeah. that's part of the fun of it. Yeah, and the atmosphere. Um, which, uh, it's better, in my opinion, the ring would be a great mini series. Okay, but, yeah. Like, um, but anyway, rings was not as good because it, ha- it has that green tint over the whole movie. Yeah. Um, Johnny Galecki's in it, and he's okay. Um, and it's it's kind of more sinister too because they know the ring kills people, but everyone's just showing people the ring as a fucking like, universal oh, project. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember this movie now. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah. People, okay, so the idea I, is, I remember this movie and I do not like it as much. As yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the idea is something like you know you can, um, it's like the key to immortality or something. Yeah, it, it, since it can bring death, you can reverse engineer it to stop death or some stupid idea. Um, but. What I will say is it has some interesting ideas about how the ring works, the, the curse works. Mm. There's a scene where Johnny Galecki 
and the other characters are analyzing the tape and like so what they do is they record it digitally or get a digital version of it somehow mm. but then they open it up in like a hex editor and they look at the like the the code of the file okay. and they can see where things have been changed by samara's curse or whatever mm. like that's really interesting stuff like that kind of let's see if we can use technology to reverse engineer it mm. you know that's what i like like mm. like that more intensive it focused kind of investigation yeah. But like I said, the charisma of the actors isn't as good as the as the first two. Yeah, the story gets sillier. Mm. It it bogs itself down in its own. I'm assuming the filmmaking isn't as good either because no. 2017 horror movie versus yeah, and like I said, to, like it had that sickly green tint over most of the film, and yeah. I was just like digital lame. color grading. Yeah, yeah. D- exactly. Color grading is terrible in this film, whereas the color in the first two was really good. Yeah. Um, also, there's some sick uh, special effects in the in the second one where like time stops and the water flows backwards and some really mm. interesting stuff like that where the the curse is taking over the little boy mm. because the uh, some Samara is I know that's the Japanese uh, girl's name but I can't remember if that's the American. Yeah, we can go with Samara. No, I think Samara is the American oh, one. I think the I'll look it up. The uh, Japanese one, Sakato. Oh yes. Sam- Something You're like correct. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Samara wants to possess the boy so he can be reborn for some reason. Okay. Um, you know, and there's some interesting possession scenes and stuff like that and mm. sickness scenes and like the time is ticking elements. I'll have to watch the sequels, yeah. Um, look, Rings is a bit on the poorer side. Yeah. Uh, um, if you want to finish the trilogy, it's only three movies, I mean, right? yeah. But the, the duology of The Ring and The Ring 2 yeah. is where it pretty much shines. Mm. Um, yeah. Like I said, the Ring Two is not as good as the Ring One. Yeah, I want to put that out there, you know. But mm. together, they're fine. It's you know a good continuation. Mm. Um, Sadako is Sadako. Sadako yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, did because um, I remember when Smile came after Smile came out, we said, oh, they could probably do a sequel. Am I just misremembering, or did they recently announce a sequel? I feel like they are doing a sequel, but I like like I said, maybe it's a folly ado. Yeah, I, I don't know if. That's just my foggy brain. Let's see. Yeah. Because um, I remember after the ended and we're like, you know, a lot of great horror movies end. They are a- making one, yes. Okay, yeah. So, that'll be interesting. Releases in October. This year? October what? 18th. What are we talking about? Smile 2. Smile 2. Oh, the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Remember when it ended and well, we're like, oh. This like- is in America, October 18th. Well, you'd yeah, you'd hope. Yeah. I guess. I laugh if it follows the same exact plot line of the ring too. That'd be funny. Well, I hope I hope it's smile with a fi- like a two, you know, like the Smiles. Smiles. <laughs> smiles. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Is that um, what we've got for us, Calm? You got any other films yeah. to talk about? Um well I watched Sopburn. Um oh, yeah, I know you guys reviewed that. it last week, but I didn't get any sleep and work was hard, so I couldn't physically make it to the studio. Um Look, I liked Saltburn a lot. It was interesting because there was some controversy about it because uh, people kind of didn't like it. It had a very mixed reaction. Yeah. Um, the cinematography, I thought, was great on this film. Hmm. Um, some of the nighttime scenes actually are well lit. You can see what's going on. It hmm. looks like a nighttime scene used to look. It's not just black. Hmm. Um, the acting was really good. Um, Barry Keegan. 
Kyogen. Kyogen. I used to say Keegan, but he pronounces it Kyogen. Yeah. Yeah. We found that out recently. Yeah, well, uh, we, we yeah. looked it up, and it uh, depends on where you are, depending on where you come from in Ireland, they pronounce it differently. Yeah. Um, I'm not yeah, surprised. Yeah. Kyogen uh, does a great performance in this. Yeah, he's great. Uh, very subtle performance. Um, Jacob Bellotti's pretty good. It's the first time I've seen him in a film. Yeah, I was talking about last week. I'm like, he's so he's such a big deal right now, and I'm like, he's he was fine. I yeah, don't I haven't really seen him in anything tall? else. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's because he's good looking. Yeah, I guess. it's all good looking. That ticks the boxes for Hollywood. Yeah. Um, the actual yeah, the locations were beautiful in this film. Saltburn's an amazing castle, mm. well, manor, whatever. Mm. Um, I liked it because I think a lot of people like I've seen some reactions online about it. Because they were kind of confused about the the trajectory the story goes in, mm. like because you're lulled into a false sense of security because you think it's about this boy who's kind of lonely. We'll keep it spoiler free if we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I will. You think it's about a boy who's kind of lonely and mm. you know what, whatever, and then it turns into something else. Mm. Um, and it's got like, I don't know if this is spoilers or not, but it's like I've read that it's like a mixture of Parasite and Barry Lyndon, which I think is a great way to explain it. That's interesting. Um. See, I think that the story twist kind of soured a lot of people because, you know, characters well, they were sympathetic I, towards, suddenly they were, like, not for, feeling... For me and James, I don't think it was about sympathy. I just don't think they earned that ending. They didn't put it in the ground. No, no, no. Yeah, what, yeah, also, what I'm saying is, like, you, you, you set yourself up to think that someone's a hero and then there's a story twist which well, one of my, turns the motivations of the character around. One of my problems with the movie was that I didn't like any of the characters from the beginning and yeah and i saw the twist coming very early on um and even then when the twist did happen i was kind of like okay like i don't think it wasn't it wasn't well executed i i do agree with nathan where i don't think they earned the ending they gave it Mm. they Um, didn't put the groundwork in to achieve that in a satisfying Um, way I think it would have been a better film if the, all of the characters' motivations were set up from the get-go. Maybe, yeah. Because, um, you know, that way you're in on it. You know yeah. what I mean? If yeah. that makes sense. That way a lot of a lot of the people complaining about it online, like last week that I saw, they would have been like, oh, you know, how could they pull the wool over my eyes? I think... But I mean... Um, I think there is a good movie in there somewhere with a different script. Like, there's different characters that have different motivations and they're all trying to use and abuse each other. And it would yeah. have been more interesting if you had different points of view or different machinations from different characters and yeah. they're all competing for the same goal. Yeah, they're all they, trying to screw each other Ultimately, they're all competing for the same thing, yeah. right? They're just well, going it could be like a knives-out situation where they're all trying to, yeah. you know, stab each other in the back. Um, and Exactly, but unfortunately, we get one perspective which maybe, you know, is the problem. And, yeah, when they're trying to keep the twist a secret until... Yeah. Anyway, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, you liked it the most. Me and Nathan... Uh, agreed that you know it looked nice the acting was I good. i can appreciate the filmmaking yeah the script is terrible. but the script is just kind of <laughs> yeah. like, at the end of it i was just kind of like it's not terrible i probably wouldn't need to watch it again anytime soon sort of thing yeah it's not it's not like one of those movies where it ended and you're like oh now i have to go back and see all the intricacies of yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. i didn't realize he was doing it. it's like nah that you see it once you've seen it yeah pretty much yeah is yeah. that all we've got callum Pretty much, yeah. We'll go to some very quick messages and we'll be back right after this. You're back on the Tuesday Review. Um, Taking it easy this week, kicking around the table. What have you got for us lately, James? Anything interesting? Have we talked... Have we... 
Have you watched Slow Horses season three yet? I have not watched it yet. Okay, never mind. Yeah, okay. I watched that. It was good. It's good. Yeah, Gary yeah. Oldman's still the goat. Yeah, of course. He's so good. You pillock. Yeah, so yeah. good. That's one nice word he uses. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, what I saw I saw in your letterbox you watched Demonic. Yes. So tell me about that because I've been wanting to watch it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a Neil Blomkamp apologist. Uh, I like Elysium and Chappie, even though a lot of people don't. And, of course, District 9 is objectively a good movie. Um, I think most people would agree with that. It's just these other movies that people have a problem with. Um, I know during... So, when he makes a new movie or has a new project out, I'm kind of on board. Um when uh during covid he like secretly self-financed and shot a movie in canada called demonic i didn't realize which, this is neil Blomkamp. yes um which you know came out and you know everyone was like this is terrible what the hell and i was kind of like i still want to watch it because it's him um and you know it looked kind of interesting um and it just took me a long time to get around to it. And I finally got around to it last night. Um, I think... So, it, it's it's about a woman who whose mother, when she was younger, the mother, like, killed some people and the kind of town turned on the daughter. And so, she, the daughter had to leave town, change her name, and the mother was sent to, like, a psychiatric prison. And then years later, now the daughter's grown up and she finds out the mother's in a coma and that they're doing some sort of experiment uh, where you can, like, go inside someone's mind. Like, so, it's like the like cell. The cell yeah. yeah. Um, and so, she goes to see and, like, goes inside the mother's mind. and But it's like, a, you know, self-finest, low-budget kind of horror movie. Um, I think from that perspective, considering it was shot during COVID and I think he self-financed it, like it's pretty well done. It's a okay, like it's not great or anything. It's still rough around the edges, but for what, how it was made, it's well done enough. Nice. Um, I like the sort of simplicity of the going into the mind um it's not like the cell where it's like super big budget lavish um obviously they probably didn't have the money for that but they just they use kind of like unreal engine to recreate like so it's like it's closer to what an actual simulation of someone's mind would be if you used current technology yeah um and that you know, that didn't bother me. I think it looked kind of cool the way they visualized it. Um, I think, unfortunately, it then sort of becomes a demon possession movie and the virtual reality going inside one's mind is almost completely pointless. So, I think he had two ideas and just kind of crammed them together and quickly wrote a script and was like, look, we've got to film this quickly. I think like that's a it's a niche kind of story mechanic we haven't had in a while and it's due to come back and it's a shame it didn't work. 
the kind of whole detective story of entering the killer's mind yeah. and trying to puzzle out, like The Cell. The Cell is an amazing movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a good movie. Visually, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's a shame it didn't work in this one. Yeah, I think if he picked one or the other, like if he was like, okay, this is about going into someone's mind and putting the puzzle together, or he said, this is about a demon who possesses someone and makes them do bad things and, you know, some the daughter has to help the mother. Like, it should have been one or the other. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, it doesn't really come together. And they also do this... The, the You know, the character development isn't particularly well done. Like, it's not developed yeah. well enough. And, yeah... I think there's also this really cool bit sort of in the middle towards the end where it's like these priests who are like exorcists, but they're like a SWAT team. So <laughs> they're like, you know, they've got like the black gear on and the, the assault rifles. I mean, I guess the church would have the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like some sort of secret priests, uh, exorcism, demon fighting team. Name of the episode? <laughs> oh, for, what was it? I have to write that down. Secret <laughs> priest. Secret priest exorcist SWAT team? Exorcist <laughs> demon fighting team. Or exorcist demon fighting. Yeah. Oh, man. I will figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is a really cool idea. And I'm like, oh, the mo- whole movie should have been that. But then, like, knowing that, you know, the way he shot it, I'm like, oh, even if he wanted to do that, he probably didn't have the money. Um, and so he just had to cut it down to its. Or if it's so, I'm assuming this movie was also shot with COVID restrictions. Yeah. So I mean, that probably also would impact. That's what I'm what saying. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. So, like, there's a good movie in there somewhere, and that's why I didn't hate it because there are some really cool ideas, some cool visuals. Uh, the demon entity kind of is interesting. Some of it. Sometimes they do like a scare, and it was unintentionally funny other times they do something and i was like oh that looks really creepy um yeah i i think it was okay like i didn't hate it and i think there's enough good in there where i was just like yes it would have been better if those things were yeah uh, expanded upon or they had more time and money um but the fact that they were there still makes it it, it was i didn't hate watching it yeah um but yeah it's like once once you've seen it you don't yeah i'll give it a not, go i think it's worth Sounds watching once yeah. like i said there'll be a couple of bits where you're like this is dumb roll your eyes and there are a couple of bits where you'll be like james that is really cool yeah. i understand what you're saying yeah yeah i wish they did more of that I'll kind try, of thing i'll try to get on it yeah so it's not awful but um um yeah i i haven't seen gran turismo yet he did that uh, last year, uh, Neil Blomkamp did that last year, and I really wanted to go to the movies to see it, and I just didn't have time, and no one wanted to go with me, and then, <laughs> and then, sorry, not sorry, James. no, and I was gonna go on my own, <laughs> and I was gonna go on my own, and then I was like, oh, I don't have time for this, and then, actually, the day I decided to go see it on my own, I went, and they had cancelled the session. It's a sign. So God. yeah, I, I guess at that point, like no one, ha- no, like no one was. Bought yeah. any tickets, so they... And I was like, damn it. So, now it's out on 4K. I'm like, I'll wait till the 4K gets a bit cheaper and I'll just buy it. Wait just for a sale. To yeah. show my support. <laughs> for Neil. <laughs> yeah, because 
Honestly, District 9 is so good that he could probably do anything and I'd still give him a, a pass. Yeah. Because yeah. that movie, so freaking good. Yeah. Even though I'll agree, like <laughs> everything since then hasn't been as good. Um, but I, like I said, I'm an apologist. I think I think his other movies are still interesting and fun. And the other interesting movie I've been stalking your letterbox mm-hmm. is the Bicycle Thieves. You gave a five stars. Yeah, is that one you found on are you the YouTube's? No. So just very quickly for our listeners to keep in context here, we found a YouTube channel. Um, someone mentioned it on Threads, the social media platform okay. called uh, Cult Cinema Classics. I think so, yeah. Um, and it's basically like over a thousand uh, public domain or I guess royalty-free films. Mm. Um, so check check that out as well if you like. Um, you know, there's all kinds of pre-code and uh, kind of earlier films, you know, all the way up to like the 60s, 70s. Um, lots of kind of really old film noir, even some Brando yeah. movies, some yeah, westerns. There's, there's some spaghetti westerns, yeah. old like 1930s, 1940s. Um, the reason I asked is because the animated. movie you watched was Bicycle Thieves from 1948. I was just wondering if that was on the YouTube. No. So, I, uh, you didn't tell me about this cult cinema classics channel until yesterday, ago, yeah. I think. Um, Bicycle Thieves is a very famous Italian uh, movie black and white uh, 1940s Italian movie, which, you know, any kind of cinephile knows Bicycle Thieves is like on the lists of greatest movies ever made sort of thing. It's one of those kind of art movie, you know, foreign language movies that... Retro Oscar bait. Mm, Yeah, (laughs) I guess. But no, it's just, you know, one of those kind of movies that's like everyone, you know, everyone's heard about. You have to watch this. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. Um, and, you know, since I've, you know, loved movies my whole life, it's one I've always meant to watch. And like a lot of movies, it's one that's like, I'll get around to it eventually. Yeah. And, you know, something comes up, I don't get a chance to blah, 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 blah. And years and years and years go by. And I bought it on Blu-ray actually a while ago, a few years ago. I can't even remember when. Um, and it's been sitting on my shelf for a very long time. Um and yeah, I guess the time was right and I just saw it and on the shelf and I was like, you know, it's not very long and I was just like, let's chuck it in. Let's yeah. give it a go. Um, if you guys watch it, you will understand why people call it one of the greatest movies of all time. How many just... bicycles are stolen? And are the thieves apprehended? I don't want to spoil anything for you. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> don't get your hopes up. Okay. <laughs> um, are the bikes a metaphor? <laughs> James can't say anything about spoiling it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about bike, bikes at all. Um, no, but it's one of those beautiful black and white Italian movies, like beautiful cinematography. Uh, you know, it was. It's one of the most famous examples of the Italian neo-realist movement where, you know, all the actors were like non-actors or first-time actors, you know, locals. Uh, it was shot, you know, all on locations on the streets of Rome and stuff like, you know, like it looks, quote-unquote, authentic. It feels authentic. It sounds authentic. Um, and it's also... It's, you know, it's just post-war, so it's it's about poverty and, and, you know, people trying to get by and, um, 
Yeah, I think it's just, um, it's one of those, you've probably heard it before, you know, the a thousand and one movies you have to see before you yeah. die or whatever. Like, oh, it's, man, do you remember they used to release those books? Yeah, I think I've, <laughs> yeah. I think I've got... Uh, <laughs> Back yeah, in the day. <laughs> yeah, I've still got those... Um, used to rent them from the library and be like, do I you have remember, to go do these books. Yeah, do you remember the Leonard Moulton, uh, those big giant like book and like it would just be a list of movies with like a little tiny review yeah i still got a whole bunch of those um yeah but it's one of those kinds kinds of movies it's like you should watch this before you die this is a movie you should watch before you die um it's really really great uh emotional movie it looks really nice i think callum would dig it because he's into that kind of you know old old school black and white movies um yeah, just a beautiful, beautiful movie, and um, I'm glad I finally got around to it after nice. all this time. Worth it, totally worth it. And now when the 4K comes out, I'm gonna have to shell out for that one. And that'll look nice on 4K too if oh, it's restored yeah. properly. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm you know I'm trying to be good about it and trying to like, uh, I'm trying to save money, especially now I'm going to Europe, but. Um, like, because every time I buy a Blu-ray, now it comes out in 4K. So, and even now, I'm, like, trying to stop. You just have to bite the bullet and be like, you know what? Blu-rays are okay with me. I don't need it on No, I, I get the FOMO. I get the... Like, I need the best version. See, nah. I don't care. As long as the disc looks good I also enough, need, I don't care. I also... Yeah, like, you guys just buy, like, the standard Australian edition single disc, whatever. It's like, I need the best edition out there. With the best packaging, with the best special features, nah, depending mate. on the movie. Next of week, listen live for James's intervention. Yeah, no, yeah, no um, I have a problem. I'm at, you know, what's the? I think I, have we talked about this before? You're at acceptance. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I, I, I'm still on the first stage. Acceptance. Denial? I know. I know. I have a problem. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't moved on from yeah. that. Yeah. You um, know those skill issue, mate. I, I've just spent fifteen skill issue. Skill issue. <laughs> spend fifteen dollars, get the box standard Australian Blu-ray, and then yeah. move on. But see, to me, then that's like that's like one step up from streaming. Nah, man, you get like, on. You get. Do you know why I buy discs, James? Hmm. So they can't take it away from. Yeah, me. but that's I, all. I'm, I'm. Yeah, but it's, say I would rather do that, and then also have because I, I watch all the special features. I like. Don't um, have time for that. Yeah. See, <laughs> like I, I'm all in on the physical media. I'm not just on the discs on the discs so they can't take it away yeah i am i need like the big thick you know though depends on hard the hardback cover oh, it does depend depends on the film, on the we, film. We yeah like also depends on the godfather i'm just yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah there yeah. are some money like the conan so i was talking about before yeah, yeah we, we bought that we bought the conan 4k release which has been delayed again and again um, don't worry it'll come yeah but my point is like you, for some movies you have to buy yeah, the best but version. i'm i'm also someone who loves movies so movies so much and loves so many movies so much yeah. that gotta uh, pick and choose man yeah but it's hard man especially like you know don't worry the boys in the studio here we've got a powerball ticket if we win all the movies you want james yeah yeah, I'm just thinking like uh, uh, I'm not going to get my hopes up. <laughs> no, no. I could finally get that one special Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> I could. Yeah, I'll just, we'll yeah get our own screening room. Yeah, get our own podcast studio. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I I have a problem with physical media, and I'm I'm trying to be good, but it's hard because I love hard. movies so much, yeah. and I love. Yeah, but yeah, I'm trying to be better about like waiting for as long as I possibly can, hoping that a 4K will come out 
and I, I'm trying to only buy 4Ks now. That's a good idea. Except for like very special releases of like a Blu-ray where I'm like, oh, that's never going to get released on 4K because of the source. And, you know, oh, and that packaging is too good to give up or yeah. something. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to now just focus on 4Ks. I mean... Because even movies, I'm like, oh, that's never coming also, out on 4K. It, so I buy the Blu-ray and the next day they're like, also, this is coming out on 4K. Again, I try to be smart with if I'm buying a newer release movie that I know we shot digitally at 2K, then I'm not going to bother buying the 4K. I'll just get the Blu-ray. So it's like... Yeah, but I mean, how many movies... Yeah, I think that it really just depends on the movie. Yeah. But most movies is like 4K, you want the bet that that version especially if it's proper restoration oh for rest of rest restored films yeah yeah and and obviously like because i do take this seriously i always check like on on the release like because there are a lot of 4k releases that look like garbage yeah so it's like the pirates infamously the pirates of the caribbean one of the the blu-ray is actually better quality than the 4k yes and terminator 2 the 4k is garbage um true romance apparently uh, True Lies. True Lies. Yeah, or something yeah. They're, the they're releasing James Cameron stuff now, and apparently and it was AI upscale. Ex- it was yeah, like AI except restored. for except for Titanic. <laughs> for some yeah. reason, Titanic looks fine, but everything else looks like garbage. And do you know how? Well, because the studio long... was like, "Nah, you don't mess with Titanic, James." <laughs> it's I, like I, I don't let think, you do what you I don't want think, with True Lies. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone can tell James Cameron what to do. So the fact that Titanic's the only one that they didn't screw up apparently is weird. It's because it's the money maker. But no, it doesn't make sense. Like he's got this weird obsession with AI upscaling and get ri- getting rid of film grain for all his other movies. But then Titanic, apparently that one looks okay. I don't know. Why? Is it just the way Mr. it was shot because Mr. it's his most recent movie? Maybe. And he's like, this maybe, is he's the least grainy? A, maybe he's just being a contrarian. <laughs> Cameron, I think he's, he's, come he's on the he, show. like, I, I don't like, like, I don't, f- for me, t- t- James Cameron's career ended with Titanic. He never did anything after that, as far as I'm concerned. Like, he's just... He's a hack now. Like, he's complete... He's lost it. He's, jo- he's George Lucas style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But, uh... Yeah, it's disappointing, because I've been waiting for The Abyss, a proper release of The Abyss. True Lies as well, but The Abyss. And apparently it looks like garbage. So... We don't want to hear that. <sighs> That's all about it. First world problems. First, yeah, first world problems. Going to Europe. <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to stop spending money on physical media. <sighs> we suck. We do. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Please like and share the Tuesday Review Facebook page, Instagram page, Threads page, Twitter page, Blue Sky page, and Newsmaster. Newsmaster, yeah. Um, at Tuesday Review AU across all platforms. Get also off. Also on YouTube. Yes. Get off of Twitter and go on Threads because that's where it's all happening, baby. We still need Twitter because we need to contact people who are on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but we are most active really on Threads. Yes. Yeah. Um, and if we all get off Twitter, then we won't have to be on there anymore. That's true. Mm. Uh, but yeah, to, uh, send us some memes, shit posts with us on Threads. Yes. It's a good time. Yeah. Um, the algorithm is right for us. So far, so far at the moment yeah um yeah uh, hit us up if you want to you know reach out please reach out we'll be yeah. back next week adios cousins <laughs>